Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. January 21st, 2021. Tree rodents. Lollipop superstar. Inaugurations. Fist fights in high society. Robbing banks. And presidential pardons. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi there. The, the dogs... <laughs> They cannot stop farting. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Wow. I don't know. What'd you feed them? I don't know. Did you give them chili or something? Not chili. Huge. I gave them leftover roast beef. Oh, baby. It's not sitting well, but they sure enjoy yeah. it when they're eating it. I guarantee those sick little monkeys enjoy their own stink, too. They have been doing it constantly. Wow. The kids have been almost in tears. It's oppressive so over here. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I need a shower now. <laughs> not a bad idea. Ugh. Well, hi. Hi. Yeah, you're glad to be sitting where you are right now. And the heater's on. I, it yeah. amplifies mm, the... Get it in there, all yes. warm and douchey. <laughs> it's so rank. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm, you have a fan or anything? Uh, we don't. No. Gosh, you want me to fold up a, a piece of paper one. like we used to when we were in elementary, you know? And shove it in their toot maker? <laughs> Plug it up. It's That's a real positive way to start the episode. Yes. Yeah, it's January 21, 21, 21. Today. What? It's not 21, 21. I know, but I wanted it to be, so <laughs> I put that in there. I figured... Um, Wouldn't it be awesome if it was? Wait... Today's 120-2020, but tomorrow cannot be 121-21. Wait a second. <laughs> um, I can't, how do I get into your... <laughs> Kyle's breaking into my I'm iPhone, getting, everybody. I do it. This is exciting. This is exciting. It's for uh, a reason. Yes. Um, I want to show you something. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's today. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're recording... For an episode that goes up tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know what I did. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. The Where's year, that going? Well, I don't know. Okay. But, we, but it is 2121 today. No. Well, okay. 12121. <laughs> <laughs> but the year is not. What is it? There's a special name, and this isn't the case, but when the, the date is perfectly the same forwards and backwards, what's yes. the name of that? When the date is perfectly forwards and backwards, There's it is a, called. It's a it's a weird name. Yep. This is really exciting stuff. We're doing good on our work today and backwards. I thought it's called a palindrome day. Yes, palindrome. I thought. By the way, you were arguing with me that today wasn't the twenty first. 
No, no, I was saying. I it's... know you were saying it's not twenty one twenty one. The year. I understand, but it took me a moment. I'm not. I'm not as dense as I seem. I know. That's what you were looking at. Yes. I thought you were looking at over here saying, today's the 20th. Aren't you guys glad you listened it's, to this podcast? Is it a miracle that we still function in this world? Um, it is a the miracle level of life. Of Let's move ahead. It is, in fact, Squirrel Appreciation Day. I don't like squirrels. They, I don't either. They are factually tree-dwelling rodents. Anyone in the rodent family can GTFO as far as I'm concerned. I don't like them. Our dogs hate them. Yes. All the dogs. Every dog we've ever had loses their complete and utter composure. Yes. And the squirrels in our backyard like to taunt the dogs. Oh, they love it. They They've been doing it for years. Squirrel asses in their faces. Yeah, they do. They twitch them around and they make little <laughs> squirrely jackass sounds. Yep. It's true. They do it. Yes. Well, the squirrel's unstoppable urge to hoard mm. acorns combined with they have urges. the fact that they're idiots yeah. and they bury acorns and then forget where they've buried them. Mm -hmm. It's claimed that because of this phenomenon, squirrels are responsible for the planting of over 1 billion oak trees. All right. I don't know about all that. That's a lot of trees. Yeah. But I suppose something. One other, I guess, interesting fact about the, the furry haired tailed rat of the tree <laughs> is uh, that their teeth grow by about six inches a year. That's terrifying. It's no wonder they chew up everything. I they have it. to. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Let's move ahead. Yesterday was better. I had better, and we didn't end up recording. Yesterday was Penguin Day, and penguins are awesome. Penguins are awesome. We couldn't record yesterday because the construction outside of our home reached fever pitch. So loud we couldn't even talk to each other Yes. without recording. Yeah. We just so. looked at each other and glared. That's a true fact. Yes. Here's another interesting thing about today. If it's your birthday, you share it with one Mr. Telly Savalas. Yeah. I had forgotten who I he was. I didn't. I knew exactly Tell us who, who he was. is. So in the 1970s, and I didn't watch it live that I remember, but I remember it, it was on reruns forever and additional things. Uh, there was a television series called Kojak. Telly Savalas was the star. He's kind of like a... Gangster, high roller dude. He shaved his head bald. And that's back in the day when nobody did that. Mm. And so you have that. You have then just when everybody would have forgotten him, he started doing credit card commercials for... Diners Club? Was it the Diners Club? I wanted to say Players Club. It's, it's the same. He he presents it as though it's the Players Club, but it's oh, the yeah. Diners Club. Yes. It's a one-off card that I don't think is possibly I still around. I don't think it's still accepted uh, in those places. He, so as his character, again, the, the, the bald head was a thing, and I think quite often he wore a white suit. Okay, uh, that feels right. But he was, he was a sharp dresser. Very, again, very uh, 70s gangster, stereotype-looking dude. Um, he constantly had a lollipop to the point of honestly making it a little bit awkward. Mm -hmm. And then he, he, his catchphrase was who loves you, baby. Like a real creeper. Yeah. With the lollipop and the who loves you. Yeah. But it is his birthday. It's his birthday. Get yourself a lollipop. Go around creeping people out asking who loves you, baby. <laughs> yes, that will get you arrested now, Telly. Is he yeah. still alive? I don't know. I feel like he no. wasn't young then. I feel like no. If he is, um, God bless America. Everybody hopes they're not the baby that he loves, I would suppose. Because <laughs> things only get creepier the older you get. As a man, at least. <laughs> so I hear. Okay. Now this... You know, you're married to one. <laughs> Every year you get a little bit more, that's icky. Don't touch me with that. And what You took it dirty. I didn't say anything dirty. You imagined something dirty. Since we're covering a couple of days worth of history and factoids mm -hmm, today mm -hmm. and trivia, yesterday, as you all are listening, Inauguration Day. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. Other than the three, only three days that January 30th has fallen. 20th. I'm sorry. January 20th has fallen on a Sunday. 21, 21. <laughs> well, I got ahead of myself because I knew the 30s were coming up. Gotcha. Okay. Who? Only Three days that January 20th has fallen on a Sunday since 1937. Okay. This is the day the U.S. president has been inaugurated. Now, I did not realize it fall, fell on a specific 
date, yeah. January 20th. So that this is brand new information to me. Previously, it was done on March 4th. Yes, and I misspelled a few words. That's okay. That's you okay. read right over them. I, got you, baby. I want to point out Who something you, baby? before. Yeah, plainly. Where's my lolly? Um, I feel like it's real assy to call it a lolly, so that's why I did that on purpose. Of course. Um, I want to point out something before you get to the next tidbit about this, because immediately where my mind went was okay. So in 1936, it was on March 4th. I'm sorry, four years before 37, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 1933, it was on on March 4th. And then all of a sudden in 37, it goes to January 20. That means whoever the president was during that past term got cheated out of a few months of his presidency. Well, look and see in your next note. Well, that's why I said I wanted to inject this before. Oh, okay. Because at first, I was about to have a righteous uprising. Yes. There was going to be a whole... Another storming of the Capitol, and nobody would know why. I'd be <laughs> falsely, I'm not here for Trump. I'm here for whoever it was in 1937, damn it. <laughs> I have a musket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, scholars of American history are screaming at their phones right now, but don't One, you worry. that we're past the musket stage, then you jackass. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just did it for a fact, okay? Luckily, Kyle has already done the research. We know now <laughs> that Franklin D. Roosevelt was sworn in on March 4th, 1933. He was the president who then was sworn in on January 20th. Yeah, so he missed nothing. He missed nothing. It was a smooth... Although he may have sat there and been like, I can't do shit for two months. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he did I can't that. validate that. Okay, so March 4th, 1933, his first inauguration. Second, January 20th, 1937. And then January 20th of 1941. And January 20th of 1945? Yeah. Is that right? And then yeah. he died during that term, right? I don't even know. God bless America. That's a lot of that's, Roosevelt. Uh, that's, yeah. That's significant. That's, in fact, I, it was so, it was such a, a thick smattering of, of Roosevelt. The Congress was finally like, hey, damn. You got to get up. You got to GTFO. Right? I've been waiting my turn over here. For nine on 16 years. <laughs> I am 43 years old. I am college educated. I did not realize until this very moment in time that he was elected four times. I, I only remembered it when I read it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's vaguely familiar. Wait, was he... Was he possibly somebody's vice president who was sworn in in 1933? That, that I don't know. But it, well, was, it was on Inauguration Day yeah. in 1933, so okay. probably no. Okay. I mean, he may have been, and then also, the I don't know. I am I'm not that concerned. Very bad at history. The main thing is that following his very lengthy presidency, the Constitution was finally amended to allow for only two terms and a max limit of 10 years in the yeah. event that someone did succeed to the office without election, like we have LBJ coming into right, office right. after JFK was uh, assassinated. So things like this happen. Um, amongst other interesting inaugural stories, that back in 2009, during uh, the inauguration of President Obama's first term to office, a word was given out of order during the oath taking. Mm -hmm. President Obama had to be sworn in. Twice. This way, this made me laugh because it reminds me of how very meticulous Catholics are about things like the priest saying mass. I can tell you there are a great number of very traditional, very scrupulous. conventional, scrupulous Catholic. Usually it's like young Catholic men on Reddit. Yeah. Who listen to every single word the priest says during mass. And if it doesn't match up with the actual liturgy, then they race to Reddit to demand to know if the mass they just attended was licit mm -hmm. or not, or mm -hmm. valid or not, because a word was misspoken. So, Indeed. Apparently, every word has to be said in order to be sworn in as president. So. Yes, it does. Now, There's that. when you first started out, I thought you were going to say what was ironic or hilarious to you is that he wasn't even a citizen, because off-camera, Meg is the biggest birther that oh I've ever heard. We've really <laughs> we struggled through eight years of his presidency. I thought we were going to have to move to Canada. No offense, Canada. Don't be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, 1929. This is an interesting story. Stop reading my notes. I'm not, I can't even read them because I have my glasses on. Good. Don't read them. Okay. 1929. Okay. A millionaire mm -hmm. from Detroit was sued 
for $25,000 because of a fist fight he had with a doorman at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. Oh, my. The millionaire was a fellow named Horace Dodge. Okay. Horace and his brother John, best of friends since their childhood, both very mechanically inclined, their first big success together was the invention of a dust-shielded bicycle hub bearing. And that's, for those not mechanically inclined or knowledgeable of bicycles or anything that has bearings, a dust-shielded bearing, that's a big freaking deal. I will take your word for it. Bearings are very, very tightly packed, machined to very exacting uh, 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 measurements, whatever. Um, and so just a little bit of dust getting in there will wreck your thing long before its life should be over. So this was a big thing. Well, no wonder they became millionaires. Yes. Yeah. Well, they get to 1900. Keep in mind, this was for bicycles that they'd created. And they ran a bicycle company and some things. Well, 1900, they sell that, clearing $10,000, which they used to help them start their first machine shop. Okay. And then their first big job for that machine shop was building transmissions for Oldsmobile. Okay. The car company. And others over time. Within 10 years, they had grown to a 24-acre, 5,000-employee plant capable of building 250,000 cars a year. Dang. And at that time, all 250,000 for my old friend, Henry Ford. <laughs> now, eventually, things got ugly between Ford and the brothers, Henry's a little abrasive. The brothers, as we'll see, they aren't easygoing mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. So Ford ultimately decided to buy them out, turning their initial $85,000 investment into $25 million. Holy mm -hmm. Moses, that's a lot of dollars and cents. So still owning their huge manufacturing facility, 5,000 workers and 25 million in the bank, they set out to design and build and establish the Dodge brand. Okay, when you said Dodge, you I, thought, were thinking it. I yeah. thought it, but then I was like, oh, that'd be too neat of a little story. But yes, now I get yes. it. Yes, now their reputation as machinists and, and mechanics and manufacturers was so great that before they even completed the first car, they had already received 21,000 dealership applications. Oh my. Everybody wanted to sell whatever it was they had to make. Yeah. Their other reputation, beyond being such great builders of cars, was that of being notorious brawlers. Mm. Coming back to the opening story. Mm -hmm. well, on one occasion, so you have the two brothers. John's the older brother. Horace is the one that got in the fight with the, the doorman. Okay. Uh, but the older brother, John, had been in a bar fight that ended up being reported in the Detroit Times. And his response to that was to first apologize to the bar owner, then pay for any damages incurred from it, and then turn and threaten to kill the newspaper's owner. Oh, my. That escalated quickly. He's not a man to be trifled with. Yes. Uh, from the intro of the story, again, we have Horace mixing it up as well. Um, he being described as, quote, not averse to beating a man unconscious on the street if he felt insulted. <laughs> I feel like if you're like, like there's an alternate timeline of your life where somebody has said that about you. It's legitimately, I don't know why I am not a car manufacturer. Now, despite the, the very significant wealth that these men amassed, they were still, unsurprisingly because of their behavior, excluded from polite Detroit society. Man, if you're excluded from Detroit's polite society, right? you are living rough. You are not welcome in my double-wide, sir. <laughs> that was not nice to Detroit. I'm sorry. Um, now, not limiting their fights to fisticuffs alone. When Horace was denied membership to the country club, he built an enormous mansion right next to it with a 12-car garage facing them so that he could make as much noise as possible and just be a perpetual thorn in their highfalutin side. I like it. The brothers were the living definition of work hard, play harder. Goodness gracious, it sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Well, this week back in 1949, Mr. J. Edgar Hoover, founder of the FBI, 
course, took his job of protecting Americans so seriously that one investigation and effort pushed deep into Hollywood, specifically an attempt to protect child star Shirley Temple. Yes. She's not just a, uh, a flavorful virgin drink you can get when you're That's a kid. Right. You think you're getting the fancy cocktail. Get you a Shirley Temple. No. She was a real child star, and she was in some real danger because over the years she had received death threats. Yep. Who would want to kill Shirley Temple? I mean, well, her voice was a little annoying, it, but not yeah. to the point of killing her. I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. She had dodged kidnapping attempts. Yes, and off. this was the era of... Uh, the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, all the yes. kidnappings for ransoms mm -hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah, actually had had, yeah, avoided, dodged... Some actual attempts made, as yes. I understand it. It was the era of kidnapping, which was then followed by the era of plane hijacking. Yeah, that was later, though. But that, that she didn't. Later. She didn't endure she any. Was not in part. Play. She did hijack a plane and parachuted to her freedom. Uh, nobody ever caught her or knew who she was again. This is even real. Even though they knew her. Yeah. <laughs> she also warded off. You know, this is right. Unwanted advances by unscrupulous producers. There and was I'm one sure. in particular when she was 12, disgustingly enough. Of course. I'm sure that that sentence covers a multitude of really unsavory yep. stories. Now, Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, mind you, and Shirley Temple struck up an unlikely friendship. Mm -hmm. When she was about 20 years old, he gifted her a fountain pen. Not just a pen, it emitted tear gas. Yes. So she could protect herself if anyone tried to get too fresh with Be her. Be careful when you sign your name, Shirley. <laughs> Two years later, at the beautiful young age of 22, she was considering a marriage proposal. She asked her good friend, J. Edgar Hoover, to take up the task of performing a background check on her intended, on her romantic interests. Yes. He did do that for her. Apparently, it came back clean, as the couple did eventually marry. I, I think, honestly, a fountain pen that emits tear gas, that would be the greatest gift ever. Best gift ever. If you want to find that for me for Christmas next year. Yeah. As well as like a large tank of tear gas so I can have refills. Because you know you're going to be deployed. I will wreak havoc on at least our state. At least our city. Maybe our state, the potentially streets. our nation. And if I ever cross the borders into Mexico, uh, watch your ass. The streets of Oklahoma City will never be the same. Indeed. Um, okay. Also this week... 1987. Mm -hmm. Great year. 10 years old for me. Uh, Robert Litchfield is arrested in out in Lake Tahoe. Yep. Not just for drinking irresponsibly. No, no. Between 1983 and 1985, Litchfield had robbed several banks. He was arrested, tried, convicted. He was sentenced ultimately to 60 years in That's prison. really excessive. When you think about, had he actually been employed by a company and just embezzled? Money? Well, yeah. It wouldn't have been 60 freaking years. He'd have been at the country club. You need to raise hell about prison reform. I guess so. Um, Give he, me my pen. From <laughs> from there, he escaped. Okay. He went on to just, he's going to go ahead. He's like, I can't get it out of my system. He robbed three more I can't banks. quit you, Bank Robin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they caught him in Lake Tahoe. Then they returned him to what was supposed to be his forever home, yeah. a federal penitentiary somewhere. I think it may have been Leavenworth. I'm not Sounds 100% right. on that, but I think it was Leavenworth. They take things real serious there, but apparently not seriously enough because in 1989, he posed as a safety inspector and managed to escape again. Robert the, Litchfield, you wily that's character. That's right. The first time, and I didn't put this in the notes, the first time, the first escape, right before the Lake Tahoe rearrest. I believe he'd posted, uh, posed as a narcotics agent. Oh. And walked, so he's like, hell, it works to pose as somebody. Walk uh, right why, why fix it if it ain't broke? That's right. Well, only a month later, after his 1989 escape, he was arrested in Pensacola, Florida. He had booked it out to Florida. Mm -hmm. He was like, anything goes in Florida. Well, he was arrested out in Pensacola and again returned to mm -hmm. prison, this time for good. Now, prior to that arrest... He had robbed a bank near Atlanta for $38,000. He used that money to undergo plastic surgery. Not a very, terrible move. Very clever. James Bond. Yeah. He wanted to permanently disguise himself, choosing to resemble actor Robert De Niro. Yes, and federal agents even on record are quoted as he's saying he, he really did look like De Niro. I enjoy Other than the bruising, because they caught him pretty fresh I, after I, the that's surgery. That's what I'm saying. Like a month 
later, he would right. have barely had time to recover. Right. So apparently in his second escape, his cross-country trek, some, something somehow along the way, he wasn't that clever because it was only a month later. When, they, when they saw the bank robbery in Atlanta... This is I loose. I didn't thoroughly pour through the FBI case file. Okay. Um, but when they when they made the connection, the robbery in Atlanta, and they pretty much assumed that had to be him. Yeah. Um, somehow, some way, with other information that they had, they'd done a little bit of internal mathematics and said he, he's heading for Florida. Mm. So they were they were not necessarily in hot pursuit, but it was semi accurate pursuit. Well, as is the case of the relentless. Bungling and recovering agencies that spy on us that are listening right now. That's why you're not worried because they're like, what are they going to do? Yeah. They can't even. They aren't going to catch me in Atlanta. <laughs> I too. I'm going to look like Burt Reynolds. Hmm? Oh, okay. Or Telly Savalas. I could shave my head again. I used to shave my head. You did. Shaved it clean bald. For about a decade of my life. And you had no beard. No beards. I had no hairs. It was a movie. other than eyebrows and eyelashes from yeah. the chin up or neck up even. I bet you contemplated shaving your eyebrows. No, <laughs> never. No, nope. no. Nope. Vanilla ice ruined that for everyone in my generation. Ooh, that's good. What else we got? Um, well, nineteen eighty-seven rock and roll Hall of Famer, who's actually a blues musician. Yes, uh, of course. BB King. He donated his record collection of. Over 7,000 records to the University of Memphis. Little did he or they know that with the advent of digitized music, it would be unnecessary. Not only could you have it stored digitally, but you could download it for free. So They had no idea that was around the bend, but... It was, well, a, it was a kind effort. Yes, and a few decades later, then the hipsters would bring back the record player. And they had, that's right. The only way to listen to the music hipsters was on The hipsters ran to the university... Of where was it? Uh, Memphis. Memphis. And uh, yeah, they bought up all those BB King records. Yeah. Dirty hipsters. What else is happening? Uh, well, yesterday, there was a child scream. Yesterday, 2007, many parts of Australia had been suffering the worst drought in 100 years. That's right. Yes. Along with what you would expect crop failures, difficulties with livestock, wildfires. Well, a whole new problem occurs. Mm. Seeking water. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm, this just skews me out. Seeking water, tens of thousands of snakes move into urban areas. No, I hate it. I hate it. I don't want it. Australia is known for their poisonous snakes as Australia well. is known for their poisonous everything. Yes, it's a... Poisonous that snake. continent is trying to you kill you. Cannot be soft and be an Australian. No, I have the most respect of anyone on this planet for Australians. If I were an Australian, just because of the snakes and poisonous animals, I would bring back the clown on stilts. Except I'd just wear the stilts, <laughs> and I I would live twelve feet off the ground. I would rather I die of I... concussive injury than have to deal with snakes. <laughs> I don't hate that plan. That's the only safe way to live in Australia, if we're yes, being honest. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, speaking of... <laughs> you forgot that you spelled out nope. I did, yeah. N-O-P-E. Nope. The snake thing is a nope for me. You noped out of Australia I will never fast. scream in a more feminine fashion than with a snake. I My legs get jello-y. I'm jumpy. I don't know whether oh. to fight or flight. I... I just lose all function as a human. 
Well, I'm, I just feel like I need to formally apologize to you. You should. Because... I've always been the snake handler. You are the snake handler in our marriage and relationship. When I just think about... If I think about a snake long enough, I will faint. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much. Yep. I just pooped. <laughs> We're quite the pair. Thankfully, we've not had as many <sighs> snakes to deal with as we've had to say. Just the uh, one in our marriage, diapers. right? Just the one in our marriage. That's the only one I can remember is the one in the basement. It was a baby. It was a baby, but it doesn't matter. They're all vile, evil creatures. When I was a kid, uh, roughly fifth grade, we'd moved uh, to a, a home that we'd had built in a very rural location. And, well, when you do that, you stir up the snakes. You stir nests. up the snakes. And for about the first three or four years that we lived there, at least three times a year, there'd be a, a snake incident. Um, I, I've broken a golf club on a snake, losing my composure, squealing and running afterwards. I never, uh, shovels. Yeah, all the things. Thankfully, by the time I came onto the scene many years after you all moved into that house, most of the snakes had been dealt with. Mm. I... There was the one... What? I, For all of my hate of snakes, yeah, they continue into my life. Okay. The summer before we got married. <gasps> or the summer, the, we the summer that we got married. So like weeks before we got married. Weeks before. It was for about, what, a month or so yeah. before we got married. I lived temporarily. I basically rented couch space in yes. a... Before A place that interested. should have been condemned. <laughs> Humans should not have lived in this place. Oh, it's the worst. And you would have been better off living in your actual car yes, than in that house. There was one day. So there, there was, you walk in the front door, you're in the, the living room. You go next. I don't even know what the next room was. It was a non-functional, not hallway room. It was where the couch was that I slept on, but it was my couch. I brought it. It wasn't like it was there. Yeah. Um, and then you had two steps up that went into the kitchen. Yeah. And one morning, laying on top of the first step, just chilling, was a snake. Yeah. And I got the hell out of there. Yeah. I, that was my last day there. I uh, By choice. I shouldn't have been, but it yeah. was. Yeah. And then I found out weeks later that another one had crawled up through the sewer pipe into the, the shower yeah. while... While the guy was showering. Yeah. It's the worst. It's worse than psycho. I'd rather get stabbed to death in the shower <laughs> than have a snake crawl up in there. I totally forgot about that story until <sighs> just now. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. It's terrible. Uh, well, speaking of Australia. Yes, Australia once again, but this time today. Yeah, in 2020. Mm -hmm. So a year ago, the magical year of 2020. In Western Australia, the discovery of the world's oldest asteroid impact mm -hmm. is found. It dates to 2.2 billion years old. That's a lot of years ago. An unthinkable amount of years ago. It is speculated by some to have ended an ice age. Yeah. Good thing. We needed that to be over with. Nobody, this nobody even prehistoric man hates the ice. This planet's been turning a long time, my friends. That's the that's the general consensus. Yep. Let's move into the trendings. Let's do. Trending number one. Mm -hmm. Some political figures, who I won't name or even identify by party, okay. are now claiming that Putin, that dirty Russian, played a role in the Capitol riots that just took place. Well, you know... Listen, if, if Putin... Has, has even done, let's just say, an eighth of the things that we're, we've now accused Russia of. Yes. We should not be screwing with Russia. He's basically a supervillain. Well, yes, and obviously. He can't clearly. be stopped. Just move along, sir. Yes. Or yep. ma'am. Do it. Move it along. Also trending. Leading into the end of President Trump's turn in office, there was, of course, the knowledge that many pardons were being considered. It's a tradition. It's a tradition. Doling out the pardons on the last days there. Well, our old friend from down the road, Joe Exotic. Mm, poor Joe. Poor, put upon, maligned, mistreated yep. Joe Exotic submitted with his application for a pardon new evidence of his innocence. 
previously unheard tapes of phone conversations. He They proved it. He's innocent. In his mind. I've heard them. Okay. I have not. Okay. Both hopes and expectations were high, but the Tiger King sadly remains behind bars. As did his tigers. I think Wait, they, slow tear. I've got to wipe it away. And I think okay. they closed down that Winnie Wood Zoo. I thought she owns it now. Maybe that's right. And she rescued the tigers out of there and took them to her tiger captuary? No, she yeah, she just found a, a new and different way to exploit animals. Two other people who did not get their hoped for pardons, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. Still unpardoned. Them. Lil Wayne! Lil Wayne got in a little trouble. A little trouble, <laughs> Lil Wayne. Weapons possession charges. He did get a pardon from President Lil Trump. Lil Wayne, you can't hold a gun. You're already a felon. Is that true? Um, something. I think something. he already he already had something on the record, I think. Um, and then certainly, whether it was or was, was with or without that prior issue, yeah. um, he illegally had weapons. But I think it was because there was a former thing. And then he did this additionally. That it was like, now, the baseball we play is two strikes and you're out. Oh, okay. Well. But he, he's going to be free now. Got that pardon. Yeah. What else is trending? Trending number three, the last of the trendings. Bill Clinton. Old Slick Willie. He appeared to have fallen asleep during Joe Biden's inauguration. Not a big surprise. I, it's a, not the first time it's been reported that he... He's getting up there. ...allegedly fell asleep during something. He's getting up there in years. Um, now, additionally, neither Presidents Jimmy Carter nor Andrew Johnson were able to attend. Carter due to COVID concerns and Johnson because he died in 1875. Why Why Andrew Johnson? Did you just think of one U.S. president from the well, past that you knew the name <laughs> I'll walk you through my process. Oh, Lord, here we go. There were multiple trending multiple trending headlines about the fact that Carter was not attending. Well, yeah, okay. And he's that like, somebody, you know, somebody elderly. provided a salute and different things. Well, he's the one I met at summer camp, if you recall. Oh, that story from way on back. Go dig through the archives if you want to. Jimmy Carter? <laughs> yeah, I sure. Him. Um, that was a thing. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll retell it. But for now, you have to dig through the archives. And we will not be so fastidious as to go give you a reference episode. I cannot remember what you told that story. But... That was back during the pre-episodes. Pre was it really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think. I don't know. It was earlier in. It was much earlier in. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, well, who's somebody that would be ridiculous to get the exact response that you just gave? And so I picked Andrew Johnson. All right. Also... It, there were others I could have picked that you've been oh. like, are they still alive? Well, is, yes. is Ford still alive? I'll tell you who is still alive, and you can, this isn't necessarily trending. I saw it on TikTok. There was a short video of George W. at the inauguration. He was there. He had one of those clear rain ponchos that you get. I guess the yeah. weather had been a little bad at different points during the inauguration. His mommy had him put it on. <laughs> so he was like trying to put it over his head, and he was doing a little like weird peekaboo. Yeah. That feels right. Oh, George W., yeah. your character. He's maybe one of the few presidents that could continue to be an SNL skit. <laughs> He's just living his life. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Mama said to put it on. <laughs> peekaboo. Yeah, that was it was a it was a very peekaboo vibe. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's uh, move ahead to Whirlalol. Okay, let's do. Watch, read, listen, life, style. Sure. Yeah. Um, watching. Well, we've continued to watch, because I had fallen asleep at the wheel, we had two full episodes of Ray Donovan. And seasons. I'm st still, I'm sorry, seasons, yeah. not episodes, seasons. And so I'm still sorting through that. Yeah. Um, this last one, the, this, the last season was interesting, because really the season before very well could have been the end. Yeah. Um, and then I think they got unexpectedly maybe renewed for another season. But they didn't. they didn't drop the ball. Um, they've presented this final season as though, at least in the initial episodes, that he's, Ray, the lead, has finally gone into counseling because, bless America, if anyone needs it, he does. He does. And he'd made an initial attempt. He'd stopped drinking. He was trying to be the softer version of the combination between a fixer and an enforcer. 
and was doing things the soft way and apologizing to people. He'd make a mistake. He'd beat the crap out of somebody and then he'd apologize. I, I didn't approach that well. And it was it was pretty comical. But I think we're breaking out of that and we're going to yeah. probably get deeper and darker before it's all over. Is that the sixth season? Do you remember? Sixth or seventh. It's getting up there. I feel like six is like the ultimate number. That's the perfect number. Well, and there's a reason in the 12 Days of Christmas song that Five Golden Rings is sung differently than any of the others. Five is magic. Five. Six is pushing it. Mm -hmm. You better rein it in after six because if it goes on much longer than that. That's probably what people are saying in terms of episodes for this show. <laughs> first five were okay, but now they're pushing it. All right. So that's been going on watching-wise. I myself have been doing some reading. Reading and listening. Yes, reading and listening. I finished The Extraordinaries by T.J. Klune. It was so darling and fantastic. I loved it. I started a new one that people have been telling me for, oh, a while now that I need to read. It's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Shoot, I, I'm closed out my safari tab that had the author's name in. I think it's okay. Casey McQuinton. I got it on the Audible and I was loving it so much and did not want to be restricted to only listening that I put it on the Kindle so I could read it too. Do you do both at the same time? So, no, I don't, I don't actually read while I'm listening. However, our daughter, Daisy, does like to yeah. do that. I can, I can get on board with that. I'm a very, a very visual person. That's mm -hmm. part of the reason why when I deep dive something where I'm, I'm either listening. Well, I'd never get to do both at the same time. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess it's more fair to say I'm a both person. Yeah. Um, because when I can only do one, I really have to lock down and shut things out to go on through a deep dive. But when I can have in the rare instances that I can have both formats going, I can really drink in a lot of information in a hurry. I believe that totally. So I've been checking that out. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm almost through it. Like I have breezed through it. It is fantastic. So cool. got that going on. I don't really have any new listens. Well, that. Yeah. Book. Cause I've been listening to that audio book so yeah. much. I listened to, I've, I've been on a meandering path, not yet having found really where I want to nestle in hmm. for my next journey mm -hmm. and uh, through a series of progression things that it's too tedious to explain yeah i ended up listening to i'm in the middle of listening to some presentations from a jewish rabbi mm. talking about i think they pronounce it kabbalah i've called it kabbalah before um which is like an ancient esoteric wisdom around Old Testament, certainly that through other applications outside of Judaism, Judaism has been brought into even New Testament stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's it's ultimately looking at everything in Scripture um, as though it has an allegorical context to yeah. be considered. Not right. that it's the only context, right. but that that's an additional perspective. And so that stuff, um, super, super heavy Right. So I don't consume a whole lot in single sittings, but I've been listening to a little bit of that as I've done some things. So excellent. So great. Lifestyle, <clears throat> there, you have a thing. I have two dimension that are not as big as yours, if you don't mind. Go for it. Yesterday, I went to the dentist for the first time in years. I have a lot of work to be done in my teeth areas. Mm -hmm. and Thank goodness it's there. If the dentist had suggested rectal work or something else, oh my I'd be lord, very concerned, very concerned. What kind of dentist is this? I have so much work to be done, and I because of that, I have just been putting it off and putting it off. And because of your insistence, dogged insistence, I finally made an appointment. I went in. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. You guys, it never is. The anticipation is always worse than the thing for mm -hmm. the most part. Um, I've never been kidnapped or anything like that, so I don't know. I can't speak to that experience. But I will say, speaking to the dentist, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Set out a treatment plan to begin working on some of my many and very dental issues. Um, but thank you for insisting that I do that. You were truly, you were like, you were the, the hounds of heaven chasing me down. Indeed, and I will continue to do so. Another lifestyle thing, speaking of heaven... I'm teaching back at our RCIA classes tonight. This is the class for our uh, our parish's 
candidates and catechumens, the people who would like to join and to the Catholic Church be received into the church. RCIA stands for the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults. Tonight I'm teaching about the sacrament of marriage. They, it's funny. They continually throw that. When I was also teaching, it was on both of us. Now it's just you since I've basically excommunicated myself. That's not true. I didn't do that. No. Um, no, <laughs> I just stopped teaching. Just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they keep throwing that on us like we're some paradigm of marriage. The first time you and I taught that class, we were coming off of several days of marital disharmony. Discord. Discord, yes. Anyway, I'm always thrilled that I get to teach, so I'm looking very much forward to that tonight. I will be recording it and critiquing you afterwards. Okay. So, no I, pressure. I told Kyle he could come if he wanted to and sit in the back and heckle. I'm planning on it. And I'm going to have all the kids. I'm going to do the old thing where you run a rope around each kid and then ultimately around me. So wherever I go, I'm yanking kids and they're falling down and crying. I'm like, shut up. I'll give you a reason to cry. And things like that. All right. Tell us your lifestyle update. Okay. Um, we've mentioned the Jeep, the nebulous Jeep that I've wanted, I think, probably since my infancy. I've won Whoa. a Jeep. Okay. I think it's that old. If not, All right. at least my recent adulthood. Mm -hmm. One of the two. Okay. Um, now, I've wanted a Jeep for a long time. And as I examine my historical self, I have never at any point in time in my life have I owned a vehicle that was anything other than responsible. Absolutely true. And that's sad. Yeah, it really is. Um, responsibility, in many instances, is highly overrated and mostly because we assign something there that just isn't there unless mm -hmm. we put it there. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I had allowed myself to start thinking, you know what? A Jeep is fine. In fact, a Jeep is more responsible than what I've been driving in the meantime because I somehow determined that it was responsible. It seats maximally three people. It's not responsible for we gotta, anything. We got a big old thing. Right? Yeah. If we were going to go to church, I'd have to make three trips. We've actually done that before. We have, because we had an instance where the van broke down. Um, yeah. And so it was last night. So I'd found, I had found, we've, and again, we've talked about this a little bit. It was it truly just my, my spirit animal of a Jeep. Yes. I love the limited production mojito green, which is almost like a candy apple lime green. It's completely inappropriate for a 45-year-old man. I don't care. It's it's electric. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And I found one that had that. Mm -hmm. There's so many other little things as well that yeah. are preferences of mine. And this thing had all of them. Mm -hmm. And... Then I was like, oh, I went through this whole internal battle. Like, this is, oh, this is not, I can't do this. Surely it's not okay for me to let myself have this thing. And I had some moments last night as I was not able to go to sleep, which isn't completely uncommon, and just kind of floating, thinking through things, and thought, you know, it's one thing to for a spiritual person to come to a acceptance of just being able to love themselves, right. even just a little bit, and accepting maybe that God loves them too. Mm -hmm. For some people, that's a struggle. For me, that's been a struggle historically. Yes. Other people, maybe not, and good for you. Um, and it dawned on me that, man, if I'm even able just to accept a little bit, what how much God loves me, what he may have for me, if I would be willing. He is the, he is the over-eager parent. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, then you're, you're going to crack the door open, then I will pile the things against it and burst the door open and yes. embarrass you with how much I love you. Yes. I will kiss you at drop-off, even if you're 24 and I'm dropping you off for college. <laughs> for graduate school. For graduate school. And so, yeah, so today I began a series of phone calls. That thing stayed available. It shouldn't have. The, the specific Jeeps of this 
model style feature set are so wildly popular. I've literally watched inside of an eight hour period, multiple yep. things that were close, but not quite this disappear. Yes. That's Had right. even tried on, on one of them previously and it was gone. Yeah. It, it sold when the, the dealership wasn't open. That's right. But yep. I found this one mm -hmm. and have had the conversations. We're in the process of going there. And so maybe there will be a insane announcement in the days to come of that. And you'll get to hear just podcasts with Megan because I'll be out driving the Jeep. Ah, okay. Or we'll, we'll have to take happens. the show mobile, one of the two. Uh-huh, yes. Which we can. We could do that. There's nothing saying we can't. Okay. That's everything I have. Do you have anything else? I think we covered it all. Very good. Well, I do sincerely hope that you find a way to have an awesome today would you please do bye-bye Bye. gaining a presidential pardon is less than easy your best bet is to either not commit a crime or not get caught find awesome today and sorta awesome media on facebook instagram youtube tiktok and literally everywhere podcasts are found 